and welcome to the Rich Keep Podcast. This is Bernie Burns. Podcast? Pod- podcast? Jeff Ramsey. Awesome. Aw- awesome. Gusterola. Podcast theme song. Song, song. Joel Heyman. Break it down. Welcome to the Rich Keep Podcast. Podcast? Hello, everyone. One. I feel pressure that we shouldn't suck now. Podcast? Shouldn't suck now. Stop. Podcast? Time. Wow. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. What an awesome song. <laughs> that's uh, that's this week's podcast song. Can we get uh, a uh, music be- video that goes along with that? That'd be awesome. I believe, if my notes are correct, that was submitted by Mike Trim. We could have a bunch of gifts of like nice. Gus and Jeff. <laughs> So anyway, I'm Gus Rolla. I'm Jeff Ramsey. I'm Joel Heyman. I'm Diane Lane. <laughs> why do you, why do you got to be like that? Every week with that guy. You know, I don't understand what the favorite feature is on Twitter. I just don't even know what it does. It puts a star by stuff. Duh. Yeah, I don't think anybody uses that. I think they always put in yeah, features. Is, is, yeah, is there any other functionality associated with that? Can you view a list of your favorites, maybe? I can see a list of my favorites. I don't know if I can see a list of other people's favorites. I'll find out right now. Hmm. Yeah, Let me see. see. Who's someone we should look up and see what their favorite is? Shaq. Who? Major Nelson. Shaq. How about the person you discovered uh, yesterday? Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> Let's look up Robert Rodriguez and see what his favorite is. So, Is it possible to favorite yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what, I think that's what he would do. All right, Shrek. Let me see. Keep please discuss amongst yourselves. Okay. Here's another question I have about Twitter. <laughs> I have this. It all, it? I have this question about Twitter. If you put a green icon on Twitter, it means you support the Iranian anti-election movement. I don't know what else to right, call the, it. Uh, the Musavi supporters. There you go. Free speech. I, I saw that the press is now starting to call them opposition forces. That's uh that's, that's a, normally a negative term, isn't it? I like, or, like when you're playing a multiplayer shooter, it's like you and the op four, you know. Well, yeah, I guess so. If you're the incumbent, it, you know, it's bad. But not, I mean, the rebels in Star Wars were the opposition forces, right? It wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I guess so. But I mean, it's a military term, right? Right? Yeah. So you're calling a... them forces at this point. So I thought that was interesting. But if if let's say you change your icon to green and you're saying I support these people who are protest- protesting the street and being beaten and shot. We, we talk about this a lot. That's not real activism. Like, you're not actually doing anything. Right. And even worse, there's, like, a moment in time when you have to undo that. Like, you're like, okay, I'm not so into this anymore. Let me not let me not have a green <laughs> yeah. avatar. It's like when you take the yellow ribbon off your car eventually. Yeah. 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 When you're like, oh, this is kind of fucking up my paint job. I still support the troops, but I don't want to ruin my paint on my fancy car. <laughs> that that kind of weird like show activism is always weird because yeah. there is that moment in time where you have to like see like okay never mind you know yeah. not not as cool as it once was. I mean the more important question is how can we turn the Iranian conflict into like a video game scenario? That that moment for Joel in the podcast right there is like what it's like to select caboose all day. It's like <laughs> it's like I have a statement to make. I'm going to make the story right now, and then we're coming back out here like this. It's like Joel's waveforms are all over the place yeah, you, constantly. You, you, were, you were great there for about two seconds. It was perfect. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, I need to find that happy medium where I can't move my head around. If you, know, if you wrote it without it, you know, you're the one who wrote it. Hey, just so everyone knows, Shaq has a verified account on Twitter. Just, I want to make sure... What, what, what is that process? Yeah, what, like, what is a can, verified... Can I, can I verify my account? Like, does Twitter <laughs> approach you to verify, or do you approach no, them you, to verify? You've got to fill out a form that says, hey... 
I think I'm famous. Do you think I'm famous? I'm totally filling that form out. I'm going to fill that form out. <laughs> we should, we should, should see if we qualify for fame. I, ha- I have one of the... We ha- we have one of the top-rated podcasts on iTunes. That's true. Most listened to. I, Shaq doesn't. What's I, he done? I think, that, I think that if you get that verified badge, I think there's got to be an instant moment of regret the moment you get it. Because it's like... It's almost like a douche badge. You know what I mean? <laughs> that we know you went through the process of saying... I want to, I want Twitter to recognize me as being famous. Should, I need that validation. You should automatically be on tweetingtohard.com if you uh, if you have the validation. Tweet, they should make a special section like that just filters verified <laughs> accounts. Shaq has one favorite on Twitter. Who's his favorite? Shall I read it as Shaq? Yeah, go ahead. All right, boss. Here we go, boss. <laughs> All right. It's from ESD714 and it's a tweet directly to Shaq. It's at the real Shaq. Yo, the real Shaq. What's your take on Obama week 1? So it's like, here's this moment in history. Like, what is Shaq's take on Obama's first week? We never know because it's not in favorites. We can go look it up, but that's what it was. So that's the favorite feature on Twitter. Amazing. Was it, is that his only favorite? Can you only have one favorite? No, I think you can have multiple favorites. Do you ever think, stop and think about how much time you spend talking about how much you don't like Twitter? Like, if you just got rid of it, you would, you would free up like two hours a day of your life to do other things. I do feel like there's a bit of a necessity to have Twitter. I do feel like that. But I, I don't like Twitter. It's kind of like, though, there's stuff that you don't like that you still partake in. Like, I like tweeting too hard better than I like Twitter, right? I can partake in tweeting too hard and not have Twitter just fine. That's true. Joel Bush just told me, too, that there's a tweet stock or something where you can follow people without wanting to know that they follow you or that yeah. you're hiding from them. God. It's just too much. What's the point? Yeah. And, I mean, it really is to the point where it's like, I was watching like the College World Series last night, and it was just like every 20 minutes they're talking about Twitter. A tweeter. Jesus <laughs> Twitter. And, uh, you know, they're putting the camera on people in the crowd who are Twittering or whatever. It's like, hey, there's a, a baseball game going on. If we could watch that instead of the people. That's, uh, but, you know, Joel, when Joel said Twitter, that reminded me of something I saw this weekend. Um, I was watching the local news, and you know, I always it always pisses me off when Twitter. the local news talks about Twitter or talks about following them on Facebook or whatever. You don't strike me as a person who would watch the local news. I was waiting for Saturday Night Live to start. You know okay. what? Fuck and, that. I think you are a person that would watch the local news, and uh, and it's informative. You know, I want to keep up with my city. So the anchor's an older dude, and uh, they come back from a story, and he's looking at the camera, and uh, he says, "Did you know you can keep up with KXAN news on your iPhone?" Um. Uh. Just go to the APP store and search for KXAN. I was like, wow, this wow. is a dude who's totally out of touch. Nice. He's wow. totally been like lapped by technology. So you have an iPhone now, so you're firmly in the Steve Jobs camp. Like You have no, no non-Steve Jobs products, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that I purchased the iPhone, knowing that uh, it helped buy Steve Jobs a new liver. Oh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> you know, I, I chipped in. I did my part. And probably, probably go worth, liver. It, worth it at this point, probably. I read an article. I read an article about that, saying that people were wondering, well, how did Steve Jobs get a liver when clearly so many people are on the liver, you know, <laughs> donation list, and suddenly Steve Jobs is at the top. First of all, I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I mean, I I really think like, you know, if someone's going to make exceptions for Steve Jobs, I really at the core, you know, you don't want to be leapfrogged if you're the dude. But I don't have a problem with that. But they they basically said that if you have access to a team of doctors. And a private plane where you can go anywhere within six hours. So he, he probably beat the other candidates there. I yeah. Bet, I bet all the candidates ahead of him on the list were Apple shareholders. And they were, they were like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Like, yeah, dude, it's cool. <laughs> we'll take the next one. It's cool. 
Hey, do you think he got Ed McMahon's liver? How crazy would that be? <laughs> that would be a big ripoff, wouldn't it? That, that'd be that'd be some old busted liver. You wouldn't want that. Yeah, I don't. Ed McMahon was kind of a drunk. I don't know if you'd want that liver. <laughs> I know it'd be like, hey, Mr. Jobs, we have good news and bad news. <laughs> drunk liver is better than cancer liver. <laughs> if you got Ed McMahon's liver, you would like be wasted. You would wake up in recovery and you'd be drunk, right? Yeah, you'd wake up in uh, in an AA meeting. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you guys ever see the clip of Ed McMahon when he actually went on the air drunk on? The Tonight yes. Show? Which yes. Which like every other night, right? No, the one time he was like legitimately like drunk and Johnny had to like stop and was looking at him like, are you okay? Do we need to take a break here? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if there is any justice, if the, if the universe has any sense of humor at all with Steve Jobs' situation, that it would be like he would wake up in recovery and he would turn on the TV and there would be a press conference where they say like, Next week we're rolling out liver 2.0. <laughs> I just fucking upgraded this thing. God damn it. And then he write like a petition online to like <laughs> everyone gets the free features of liver 2.0. So yeah, Transformers 2 opened up last night to terrible reviews. Yeah, but did you expect it to get good reviews? Not really. I mean, I, I really didn't expect to go watch the movie, but I thought maybe if the reviews are right, maybe, you know, in a couple of weeks I'll go watch it and... No, <laughs> even less, even less desire to go see it now. It, I yeah. keep hearing claims of racism with it. Really? Yeah, like, like there's what? some, like there's some transformer like, group that's racist. Like one of them has a gold tooth. Even I'm, I'm serious. I'm so it's like a George R. Binks thing, maybe. Was George R. Binks racist? You remember, like the yeah, there were, there were people claims were of upset. Remember? Oh, did you talk like the, Jim, Jamaican dude? Right. <laughs> and then the, and then people were upset about some of the aliens were like Asian and they were evil and because they were yeah, that's evil. legit. That those aliens had a weird voice. I yeah, didn't, uh, I thought that was pretty legit actually. Yeah, there was definitely some weirdness in uh, in episode one. <laughs> yeah, that was the weirdness that I wasn't concerned about. I was more concerned about the weirdness of the lack of story and entertainment value. The it was probably it was you know the midichlorians was a lot more troubling to me. Oh my god, you it's know, terrible. Jeff was telling me the other day that uh, George Lucas has stated that Anakin Star- Skywalker and Luke Skywalker have the exact same midichlorian count. It's um, true. You can look it up on Wikipedia. If anybody's at all interested, it's been verified through scientific tests. Well, that's because we got into this discussion of who the most powerful Jedi was of all time. Right. And I, I thought it was Anakin, and you thought it was Luke. Why wouldn't turns you discuss out, that? Turns out it was <laughs> <laughs> it was both of them. They're equally as powerful. Equally totally powerful. legit thing to discuss. You can just, you know, just... Start talking about it. Basically, it's all based on medical. It's like, so if they have the same midichlorian count, then that's it. They're equal. Right. That, There's that, no that, other that, value That measures it. Jedi power. Is your, and yeah, that's an, it. an arbitrary midichlorian count. God. You can't train to be any better. It's, it's, it's the count. Wow. So why did they go through all the training and all that crap? Why did they even deal with the Yoda for that whole movie? Fuck I mean, what was the point? Fuck it. Yeah, so where did Yoda rank on that scale? I don't know. He, he had to be higher, it right? Wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't like a scale... It was just like can we get some sort of chart? They had the same midichlorian count, and that you know they were the both, was most there, powerful Jedi of all time. Any all time. other people mentioned in this count? No, he didn't mention two. anyone else. So there's no basis for anyone else. I had a weird thing that I was talking to you guys about the other day. As a kid growing up, I thought that a lightsaber was the physical embodiment of the Force. Like, it was concentrated Force, which is why I could cut through anything. Absolutely. Turns out, nope, it's just crystals. Right. That anyone... And a, and a battery. That crystal, was the beginning crystals of the and light. That anyone was, in the it's world... It's a glorified flashlight. <laughs> right. Yeah, anyone in the world could make a lightsaber and use it. Right. So why don't they? I even had a weird theory as a kid. Yeah, why doesn't everyone have a lightsaber? I think I've, I've, like, if you're I, like... I think what I had... You know, oh God, I can't believe we're talking about this. This is the nerdiest thing ever. I think what I had read was that people can use it, but they have trouble because it has no weight. It's just all the weights in the hilt. So if you, like, it's 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 it doesn't behave like you would expect it to. That's really interesting because as a kid, I thought that like when you picked it up, it would be like picking up like 
a magnetized thing and it would like constantly push itself around you know what i mean like you'd have to like physically control yeah, this like thing. the sounds that it made it seems yeah like that, right like like picking up like trying to put two like pole magnets together like it would be constantly that feeling of like something's fighting you on this thing right or like holding a gyroscope you know like that kind of a thing Anyway, Joel, let's get away from Star Wars. It is pretty yeah, this, bad. This is, it's not the nerdiest uh, conversation, though. We did figure out at one point what the nerdiest possible conversation you could have was, and it was discussing whether or not a lightsaber could cut through adamantium. That, yeah. is, that is absolutely the nerdiest conversation to have. Which is totally possible. We, we had a long-running debate. At I our, think it's po- absolutely possible. Yeah, totally. I, I, I hear we no go. clue. They're both, made up, they're both made up things. I mean, it doesn't matter. The, uh, the longest conversation, longest-running debate we ever had at... Our tech support company. Here we go. Was in Star Wars. You're in the hallway. You're Han Solo, Han Solo. You're fighting the stormtroopers. You're firing down the hallway. Would you see the laser bolts? Would you see those red laser bolts going flying down the hallway? And my we said absolutely not. You're not going to see a beam of light, even three feet in length. You're not going to see that thing. It'd be moving so fast. You would just see a pop and then the explosion of whatever it hit. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to see it because if it's moving, I mean, <laughs> if it's moving at the speed of light away from you, light can't move fast enough to come back to you. Right. Do do f- blasters move at the speed of light? That would be the question. I wouldn't think they do. I mean, you can see a laser beam when it's projected. That's because it's continuous. Like in, like in Goldfinger. That's because it's continuous. And that's also because these are movies. Oh, well, I don't know. Is there a we, maybe? I'm ready. To, I'm ready to I, go toe to toe with anybody. On this. I doubt that there's so a scientist that listens to this and podcast. As, as, as don't it, go together. Is, when will we learn? You normally can't see lasers anyway. They, they have to use um, fog or some type of particulate in a room where they're using a laser, so you can see it. What, about, put, what about laser pointers? You can't see bullets, guys. How are you gonna? You can't see if someone fires a shotgun. You don't see the pellets. <laughs> you don't see that. How are you gonna see a laser bolt? You're not going to see it. I don't think anyone's arguing with you. Yeah, I, I I'm having the. Ar- I had this argument for seven goddamn years. I think you're having the argument with yourself. Yeah, at we're, this point. we're on your side, dude. We're all friends some here. Demons, don't worry. Demons. No, going. no. You're 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 on the slippery slope of. Do they move at the speed of light? It doesn't fucking matter. I already said that you can't see them. It does. You're trying to qualify it unless every matter. unless every conflict occurred in like a disco. Hey, How big is a laser bolt? About as big as your forearm, sure, lengthwise. Sure. Hey, wait a minute. How wait, fast wait a minute. would something that size have to travel before you don't see it anymore? Wait a minute. Speed I was sound, not, I was in the army and we had these things called tracer rounds oh right and you could see tracer rounds every seven fired them that's right out of an m16 like every like 10th or 15th bullet is a tracer round you can totally see that thing and and they're they're made on purpose so you can see them so you know where you're shooting yeah and they go they go fast that's right just as fast as the normal bullets don't go speed of light though because because they're leaving a trail of light so why wouldn't why wouldn't the we don't know laser blast technology maybe there are tracer blaster shots yeah maybe there are if if we could do that with a bullet why can't we do it with a laser let me ask you this when you see a tracer round is it a streak or is it a dot the size of a bullet it's it's moving fast it's a streak right because it leaves behind a trail of chemicals that are on fire so why wouldn't the laser blaster do that they don't do that because they don't do that they're just a bolt because it's a light wave maybe they're maybe they're not a bolt you assume they're just pellets and then all you see is the resulting yeah joel has a point like the tracer you know talking about tracer rounds that reminds me of that time we went to that 24-hour paintball game and that we were crawling around in in the dark in the middle of the night there's no way out of this during conversation And, and that dude had uh tracer paintball pellets in his hopper yep and like every like every few shots he'd like fire off you could see where he was shooting because we're uh, getting so fucking far away from having sex with girls right now you know that right <laughs> yeah this is further just, and further we're just descending pretty soon we'll be playing magic the gathering and fighting over larping 
Yeah, fighting over. Oh man! Speaking who of the LARPing, best Green Lantern was. Um, last night I went over to. Uh, I drove by uh, my new house. Jeff and I, <laughs> Jeff and I are neighbors now. By Dude, the way. every Tuesday and, night you and, saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the. I went to the Best Buy up by the house because I had to pick something up, and I drove over to my new house, and I drove by uh, a park. And there were a bunch of people in the park, and a bunch of cars parked around. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And there were some people playing tennis in the tennis court. I was like, well, that's pretty normal. And then the next tennis court, there were two knights fighting with each other with swords. I was like, Dude. what the fuck? There were, like, dudes out there in chainmail and full armor, like, having combat. And, like, there were a circle of other people in, like, knight outfits and, like, Renaissance Fair get up. And they were, like, getting ready to fight. I guess it was, like, some kind of tournament. On, no, it happens every Tuesday night, the LARPers come to the tennis court at Patterson Park. Yeah. I see them all the time when I'm coming back from that same best fight. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> they fight on a tennis court. Why would they fight the tennis court? people playing there's tennis. A, there's a park, like, <laughs> right there. They could go out in the woods and it'd be that much more authentic, but no. They, they fight on the tennis they court? They fight on the tennis court. That is bizarre. Was, Did they was, fight with real swords or padded swords? Um, when I, I, I couldn't see. I was driving by. It looked like they looked like real swords from a distance, but I'm sure it was. It must have just been like padded sword, painted silver, or something. Yeah. So welcome to the neighborhood, Gus. <laughs> and if, if I if I remember next Tuesday, I'll try to get down and uh, take a few pictures. Man, it seems like when they would fight with swords, I'm going back now historically. When they would fight with swords, it seemed like they would get hit with a sword. It wouldn't like cut anything off. Like it would just be a really bad hit to take. You know. Like, it seems like 95% of the blows would be glancing blows and, like, be taking a chunk out of your arm or something like that. Right. Yeah. Then we show the dude get, you know, cleanly stabbed or they hack off an arm. I don't think it worked that way. Maybe you have, like, yeah, a section of your flesh hacked off at a time. Yeah, or you get a big dent in your skull or like, something like that. Oops, there goes your bicep. What would you have used if you were back in those days? What weapon would you have used? My feet to run the fuck away from a fight? <laughs> Guts and weapons don't go together. I would have used a laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> Trace arounds. And tracer rounds, right, tracer with the tracer rounds. bolts, so I can see where I'm firing. Tracer swords. Man, I'd, I'd have just resigned myself to a life of misery, because there's no way in hell I'd ever go out. The laser guns in Star Wars someone. did not use tracer bolts, because the pistols don't have tracer rounds. And the pit, you can see the laser bolts on the pistols as well. well wait, how do you, how, know, how do you know that? This is the fucking... It, well, this is the distant past, but... The distant, distant past, but you don't know what they were using, what they had going on. I mean, it makes sense that you would want to create a visible beam so that you can see where okay, you're firing. Okay, I think we successfully... Like, laser, like fucking laser the tag. The basic discussion Th- here... This, is, this discussion right here is why there's midichlorians. The, this, this is exactly what I'm talking about. The basic discussion is, would you see a laser bolt? You can always come up with something to say, like, they invented something so you could see it. Like, they came up with something that's not the laser bolt that you could see to indicate where the laser bolt went. The question is, would you see a laser bolt? Would you see a one and a half foot length of light moving at the speed of light down the hallway? And the answer is, no, you wouldn't. Well, Jeff just said something very interesting. I don't know what he was going to say, but I heard, all I heard was, it's like laser tag. You don't see the fucking lasers in laser tag. You don't. You don't? Sure you do. No, you don't. You see them well, like yeah, there, yeah, I mean, if there's no. smoke and stuff, yeah, you get if the there's straight, smoke, if there's smoke. Straight, right. Even with smoke, it's not the same thing. Listen. All I'm saying is the technology we have in 2009 and the technology they had on the fucking Death Star are vastly different. We can't make planets either right now, but they can. So I think if they can make a fucking planet that's a weapon, it wouldn't be hard. I'm not talking about inventing something. I'm talking about the basic physics of seeing something a foot and a half moving at the speed of light. How was it that we were all on the same page? We were all agreeing about this argument. (laughs) And now we're we're just arguing. This is a slippery slope of laser blast physics. You know, we had gotten away from... This is what happened to Lucas. I was was so proud of us for getting away from WoW in these podcasts, and now it's been replaced by Twitter and fucking retarded Star Wars. You you mentioned laser tag, dude! 
You took us to the fucking bottom now. What, what, are, what <laughs> else do you want to talk about? We kept trying to get away from it. You're the one that brought the goddamn conversation up, even though you knew it was a fucking horrible idea. Fuck you, you brought up laser tag. Why don't you tell uh, us what your favorite D&D dice is? Uh, what do you like? Be, you like the 10-sided no, or you like the 12-sided? It's got to be the D12. The D12 <laughs> is the best dice. Yeah. Okay, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I can't take it. Oh I can't God. take it. What? I mean, I can't think of anything nerdier to talk about. I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to think of... Stop trying! I think some <laughs> other dumb, nerdy thing to talk S- about. Star Trek has to be nerdier than Star Wars, no, right? Star well, the original Star Trek. The new Star Trek, by the way, has beaten every other Star Trek movie ever made. Wow. It is now the highest grossing Star Trek movie in history. Well, you know? Wow. Kudos to them. Maybe because the dollar's worth about half of what it used to be. Maybe that played in somehow. <laughs> Foreign, yeah. It's also, it's, it's also a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's great. That guy's dreamy. <laughs> I thought it was just okay, you know. I don't know. I mean, really? I didn't think you didn't it was. Like I didn't it? think it was. No, I thought it was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was the best Star Trek. I'm not sure what the best Star Trek movie would be, but I don't think it was the best one. But so I don't know. I know. Well, that's a very non-committal answer, Joel. I yeah. like. I know something where Kirk and Spock got emotional with each other. I think would be a good one. <laughs> that didn't happen. I think the one where too many fucking times where they're looking for God. Do you remember that one? Oh my god! Final they, Frontier. And they, Final they Frontier. All acknowledged their oldness. That to me, I thought was the best one because it was funnier we're doing it we're, we, we're, we're making fun of it two seconds ago and now we're doing it <laughs> hey i'm not we're not arguing no, the physics of there's Star no Trek. self-control that's worse now if we got to if we got into a conversation of who would win star destroyers versus like enterprises no, no, don't even say that it. would be the worst don't even if say we got it. into that debate like what i'm no, not no i see you thinking about it don't do it uh, I've, okay. And well, are, I, I mean, are, it's an interesting question. And really, the, really, the question is, what is hyperspace and what is, like, right? What, Lights, no, no, yeah. no, it's, what's the difference? I can't take <laughs> it. I can't, we should, we should I can't Twitter about it. this. I can't. How much money do you think they've made on Transformers over the years? Because this is like, they're back now and they're selling the toys again. This is something that started as a toy, right? Transformers were a toy yeah, first. It's like yeah. Back it then, first. the model, even like Mutant Ninja Turtles, the model was, let's make a toy first. Okay, how can we sell the toy? We make a TV well, show. Well, I think with Ninja Turtles, it was a comic book It was a comic first. book first. Oh, was it was a comic book yeah. first? But it, was, okay. it was an adult comic. But G.I. Joe and well, Transformers were toys first. Well, just that period, like oh, yeah. He-Man and all that stuff. It yeah. was all selling toys. And it was like the best way to sell a toy is make a cartoon about it. It was, you know. It's, yeah, it's a 30-minute commercial. Right. It's a, it a Star Wars model. I'm actually surprised they never made a cartoon about a candy. It would have been huge. I heard a long time ago. They said, remember those He-Man cartoons? Duh. Guess how much the budget was for one of those cartoons. Like $40. I don't know. What was it? And this is a statistic I heard a long time ago, late 80s. They said it was a million dollars per episode. I, I, I find that impossible. I don't know. It didn't make it into the production, that's for sure. We're on, we're on Masters, Masters of the Universe now, for God's sakes. I mean, that's his Smurfs and Munchie Cheese. No, 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 no. I mean, who, who would... Masters of the Universe is pop culture. It's not, it hasn't come back around. I know. I'm, right, just who... like, I'm, in, a, I'm in a weird okay. place now. I'm, who... I'm reeling over here. If we had Smurfs versus My Little Pony. No, no, no. Win? The question is Smurfs versus Snorks. You got the question Snork. fucking wrong. Who would win in a battle? Well, I guess it would be if they were underwater, the Snorks would have... I'm Pretty short conversation. Smurfs have Let's a go back. fucking wizard. Let's go. Snorks don't. <laughs> the end, end of story. College World Series. Let's go to that for just a moment. Let's, let's so, talk uh, about making clear Fox. the palette. So Texas Texas won last night against LSU, right? It is. It's the three. So they're going to the, the final game. Right. Is that tonight? It's tonight. Wow. It's three game set. Go Texas. Go Texas, yeah. I, I can't believe Texas blew it in the 11th inning on that uh, in that other game. 
They, then, weren't they tied like 5-5? Five, five, they like, were winning in the bottom of the ninth yeah. and LSU came back and tied it. It's so amazing to me because they got some pitchers there that will go like nine innings. They will, they will pitch. They will go 90. They'll be in the ninth inning. They'll, pitch, uh, they'll hit a 95-mile-per-hour fastball. Then they'll throw like a 77-mile-per-hour changeup. I mean, if you can do that for nine innings, that's brilliant, brilliant stuff. And brilliant me- stuff. And then you never hear from them again. Remember, remember that? Yeah, no, right? It's, it's like amazing. How, how you, you throw you their don't arm see out by the time they're 22. I guess so. It's, it's, it's a weird thing with throwing too, right? Because quarterbacks are the same way. A quarterback in college is not necessarily a direct not correlation to a great NFL all. quarterback. Yeah, not at all. It's it's like all the best quarterbacks in the NFL. It's yep. like fourteenth round pick from well, like I think. Yeah, I think NFL or like football is totally different because I think size matters a lot more there versus uh, baseball. Like it's 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 like the whole problem Major Applewhite had. He was you know he was a he was a decent quarterback, well loved, uh, but. He, never he, even, he was he was too small, I guess, for them. He like never, too small to pass over the line. He never even got a chance. No, he never even got. There's a pitcher now in major leagues who's like five foot six, and it's uh, like everyone's talking about what a miracle it is that this guy can be a major league pitcher. You know, and the, and the and the hitters are having a hard time hitting him because they're not used to the ball coming in from like underneath them, basically. Yeah, coming not up that well, release point underneath them. Speaking know? of quirky pitchers, did you uh, did I tell you about the pitcher in the minor leagues? I think up in New York right now, who can, who's ambidextrous and he can pitch as a righty <laughs> or as a lefty. Did we we talked about this? Did we? A switch pitcher? Yeah, and he's got a spare glove on the mound with him, so that way if he decides to pitch from the other hand, he just swaps his glove out. They had to institute a... So when he goes up against a switch hitter, it's a huge problem, because the switch hitter will go up, try to you know bat you know lefty if he... If he and there's no it. rule, right? right? And then the, the pitcher will switch, and the switch hitter will switch, and the pitcher will switch. They had to institute a rule you know, like for this guy, saying that he can only switch uh, hit the hand he's pitching with twice per batter. Twice per batter? Yeah. So Megan Fox had to apologize to the kid who tried to give her a rose. She didn't have to apologize. Well, she kind of did. I mean, the guy brought it up. What you gonna say? Fuck that kid. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> for, his stupid rose. For, for those, for those cool of us who don't know what you're talking about, um, there was a picture that went around the internet of Megan Fox being herded by paparazzi. Okay, I'm gonna go straight for it. It was actually a picture of Megan Fox's boobs, but if you looked at it long enough, eventually you saw other stuff around <laughs> her boobs, which included her and a paparazzi guy or like a bodyguard, like. Kind of ushering her along, yeah, handler, handling her, and uh, what a job! Yeah, I just had a tangent in my head, and then this kid trying to like this kind of little, slightly overweight kid looks really nice. He's trying to hand her a rose, and she's like completely ignoring it, and this, the look of longing on his face—it's a great photo. And uh, it, and so one of the on her junket that she was doing for Transformers Two, some blog guy brought it up. He actually used the word cyberspace when he brought it up to her. He said, this is going around cyberspace. I haven't heard that since. Yeah, that, like... dude, that dude actually appeared from a time machine. He, he <laughs> yeah. came from the year 2000 to ask her these he was, questions. He was <laughs> yeah. that guy He was that guy that you used to talk about all the time. The time traveler guy? John, 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 John Titer? John, John Titer. Oh man, don't get us started on John no, Titer. Yeah, that's really. that's, yeah. that's got to be the ultimate you know, podcast discussion. Talking right about there. John Titer, it reminded me of that YouTube video we saw the other day where I guess... Some guy was his land was being leased by FEMA. He was somewhere in the Midwest, if I recall properly. Yeah, this is to recollection. This is how the story went. Yeah, and um, so I guess he went out to see what was being stored on his land, and walked out and it was like two or three football fields worth of boxes. He couldn't figure out what it was until he got closer and looked at them, and they were collapsible coffins, plastic collapsible coffins. Yeah, and uh, they they looked apparently if you they started coordinating searches and looking around the country. And they found that FEMA has been storing three million disposable coffins around the I think the they country. found up to three million. Up to I think th- I think that's what they found so far. Is, that they're aware and if of. This story doesn't creep you out when you see the picture. Oh, it's, 
unbelievably. It's so and, creepy. And they, they, they stack like plastic cups. Right. It's so creepy to me that it plastic almost, cups of death. It almost has to be like a viral marketing campaign for a movie that no one knows about yet. It, oh, I mean, if it's I not, might agree with or, that. or it's a viral marketing campaign for plastic coffins. <laughs> there you go. Or it's a viral campaign for a virus that we don't know about. <laughs> but yeah, but it's weird to see like just I it's mean just rows of thousands of coffins that the federal government is storing. And, and Bernie made the yeah, greatest but... joke I ever heard, which was like it was really scary to find out that uh, there were social security numbers attached to each individual. I said that would, that would make it a whole level creepier, is <laughs> if they already were pre-assigned with social security numbers. But uh, like, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about it. But uh, I no, think no, Bernie, sh- I, no shit. <laughs> I think Bernie and I had the same conclusion about it, where it's you know someone probably just someone uh, you know high up in at FEMA had a friend who makes plastic coffins, and it was like a kickback. Like, yeah, somebody has a plastic extruding factory. Right. Like, who, yeah, well, you know what that has... means? It means that they got to you. Maybe they did. Who who has a company that produces mass plastic coffins that self-collapse in the one? I mean, those, who has that company? Those companies that make plastic stuff, that extruding process, they can make anything, dude. They yeah, can make... but no, no, but if you can make anything, why? let's make coffins. Like, why is that your choice? People are always going to die. People always need coffins. <laughs> Fuck, dude. In 300,000... Person sets and strategic areas. It's, it's, it's volume, dude. Yeah, well, if you're gonna make one, it's just as cheap to make a thousand. Yeah, Jesus, make something. And supposedly they're plastic because you can uh, they can be cremated the entire coffin. Right. Yeah. Instead of burying them, that's why they're that made out of that specific material. These are of course. What? No, I mean, what when you burn plastic? What happens when you burn plastic? I've never seen a form of plastic where it's not a black smoke. That I mean, there's got to be some a better. There's got to be. Well, you, I mean, they're made out of some kind of resin. Who knows? I mean, who, you know, who knows. You know, I mean, who's going to complain that people are putting in the co- you're putting three million people in coffins? People are going to be like, let's discuss the environmental impact of three million dead people. They're going to be like, I don't want to go in a coffin. You guys can burn whatever the fuck you want to. They're not going to be complaining. Oh, I figured it out. It must be a, a, type of, a kind of plastic that when you light it on fire, like you can't see the smoke. That way, when you see the giant billows well, of smoke, what happens is they put the black helicopters over the smokestacks. Okay, this to is all. The, this is all coming together. Disperse the smoke. So someone, you can't see it. someone, I'm going to not. Say maybe I shouldn't say this. By the way, we're passing along a lot of like raw <clears throat> internet speculation as though it's fact. I mean, it's oh, just, yeah. you can see yeah. the photos of these rows of these boxes, and they say casket liners like on the manifests. Apparently, you know, if you believe what you read on the internet. They, but aside from that, we don't really know what they're for. They can't. Be, they can't be casket. They've uh, got to be something else. Fuck. But it's, it's like it's, I, I'm to the point in my in my life where it's like if something like that actually is happening, that's awesome. Finally, something weird. You know what this means? The second this Man. podcast hits the internet, uh, all our phones are going to be tapped and we're going to be start getting yeah. followed by the black helicopters. Well, it's us, funny us because the government, Jones. it's like Twitter has that validation thing. The government has the same thing where they just put a little icon next to the podcast. So marked. <laughs> Verified so terrorists. Like, we'll have the ter- yeah, I mean, we'll be the first podcast on the terrorist list. You know what, though? Big deal. I mean, God forbid a pandemic or something happens. At least we'll be ready, right? We'll we're have like three million bodies laying we're in a We're not going to be ready. We're ready not is not letting three million people die. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's not ready. Shit happens. That's preparing to be unprepared. It's like <laughs> it's like you see all the movies where it's the end of the world. Everybody's turning on each other or whatever. They had that sixty minutes report back when uh, the hurricane hit down in New Orleans, and there was that one bridge that crossed into I can't remember where it was, but they were not letting people cross that. It bridge. crossed into somewhere that wasn't New Orleans <laughs> and that wasn't underwater, and they wouldn't let them through. They were like, fuck it. Yeah, no, they were like sitting there with their SUVs and lattes, and people were like crawling, help us, save us. No, you're not coming. Sorry. Cross the bridge. You know, I... turn on each other like that immediately. We got, well, now we're on a really weird... We're, we're on a really weird tangent here, but we had a discussion about uh, Katrina the other day. 
and we were talking about like this, the federal government's very slow response to Katrina, and it made me we got talking to like it, somebody kind of put the theory out there, and I thought it was kind of interesting that like this was going to happen, and the government didn't like do anything to like make the situation worse, but kind of like it's a weird experiment to see no. what would happen. Like, how thin is that line between civilization and just absolute mayhem? And what we learned, pretty damn thin. I mean, you turn off electricity, you turn off the, you know, the, the illusion of law. <laughs> and the internet. Yeah, and wham. I mean, it was people were shooting each other in the streets. They were sniping at hospitals. It was it was crazy. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how quickly the situation fell apart there. Three million coffins might not be enough. It's like, it's like this <laughs> office. Like, what happens when we turn off the air conditioning? Yeah. God, well, we're already experiencing that. Our fucking air conditioner's been dying this entire summer. Yeah, it's been it's been a little rough. Luckily, it's only been 104 every day in Austin. Like so. you you could like take pictures of our office you when the pictures. air conditioning is on and like literally go back a couple before back to winter. This office was clean. You go outside in the main office right now and take a picture, it looks like a hurricane hit. Doesn't it? It's, it's, there's something to it. I don't know what there is, but I mean, ever since we started doing live action stuff, the office has gotten progressively just more and more cluttered. Like mm-hmm. for for no reason whatsoever, every piece of the red camera is out on that desk. Yeah, I mean, it's just we have cases, super organized cases, where all that supposed to, stuff is supposed to go. Everything's just laying out, like even like nuts and bolts and wrenches, and they're all just sitting out there. You front office people are dirt bags. You are back office where Bernie and I sit. It's totally nice, traitor. Hey, what are you gonna do, man? I, I couldn't live in said. I couldn't live in the filth. We were just talking about how the plastic companies can basically make anything. There's another industry that has suddenly like hit some kind of moment, some kind of singularity in their industry where they can just seemingly make anything they want to now, and that's the candy industry. When I was a kid, we had a Reese's peanut butter cup, we had a Hershey bar with and a Hershey bar with almonds, and then at like Easter, you got the peanut butter egg that you could buy. Now, pretty much if they can think of a candy bar, they can make the candy bar. You know, the world's changed a lot since the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, first first we had regular taffy, then we had salt water taffy. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, have you seen, like, there's like 80,000 different kinds of Kit Kats. Like, they're, they're just like, fuck it, we're doing everything. So you're there's, saying there's, there's that... A lot, there's a lot of shit out there, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, chocolate Skittles. Chocolate Skittles. Worst thing ever. Inside Out, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. So basically you're saying those coffins are made out of chocolate. I, that's basically what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe the candy industry is leading into everyone going into the coffins. Like, you'll go, like, would you like the Kit Kat with potato chip chips infused in them? Or would you like an inside-out Reese's See, I don't think that I don't think it's a matter of that we can fabricate anything. I think it's to the point now where there's a market for it. You know, there's an iPhone app where you can have it call you. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a fake phone call. And you're like, oh, I can't gotta, gotta take this. That's fantastic. You can even... There's a website I've seen where you can do that also. And you can have it, like, you can have it call you or text you. And they're, like, predetermined texts you can choose from or like call that's been around yeah it's been yeah, around for a while spoof, i mean there's you can been have wo- spoof numbers to like show up like grandma or whatever the one on the sidekick you had you could actually record yourself so that when you called it would play back your recording to you it would play your ringtone and you pick it up and it would play your recording to you so you, they, people could hear you talking bernie, to somebody bernie don't use the time machine <laughs> click <laughs> it's like Hi, this is Bernie. It's like everybody's like, oh, he's talking to Joel, obviously. <laughs> or he's talking to somebody on Xbox Live. The person he's talking to has swallowed their cell phone somehow. <laughs> hey, Bernie, it's Joel Heyman. I just want to call and say, hello to you. How are you doing? Okay, bye. <laughs> 
There's, I should post. I should post a picture of a waveform of a Joel Caboose line where it's like this massive, overblown first part of the line, and then it gets. It's like, oh, oh, God, you we had that one line in this week's episode where you had to like increase the volume by like five hundred percent at the end of his line. Yeah, and still people complain the, de- they can... the details aren't very important. It's like the whole line was strong, and then it was. <laughs> and I'm on the mixer, like trying to keep up with the tracks. I look like Igor, you know, like pulling the levers. Like, yes, master, let's go. Just yanking. Do you, do you move around a lot when you're doing your audio, Joel? I mean, like, are you constantly moving? Joel, Joel gets into it. It's awesome, and he gets into it. And it's, it's always a good result. It's just like the technical aspect of looking at the line and trying to. And then we put the filter of the helmet on it, you know, and it just. Maybe we should have more microphones in there for when Joel does his audio. That way, no matter where he's moving, he's near one. I think in this, I think in this last episode, he had a line where he had that big hay right in the middle of it. Oh yeah, and Man. so I had, I had to like compensate for the hay on the fly, like, you know. Oh, caboose. Yeah. You silly guy. I, I selected his audio this week, so I, I'm familiar with that hay. <laughs> I, still, I still love Joel's interpretation of Caboose, which he told me, I think it was at season two or three, great interpretation and motivation for Caboose is that Caboose is the only guy that knows he's in a video game. And it all, it all goes full circle because it's like you said, people on Xbox Live, you can't understand what they're saying on the microphone. So it's like to be that character, you, have, you can't understand what I'm saying on the microphone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Jeff during the podcast the way he always looks at everybody else. <laughs> is that I'm how I'm talking all the time like this? That's a very sour face. That's how I look at everyone all the time. Why, why are you so troubled by it now? It's, it's been like 10 the, years. Jeff has an elegant mixture of asleep and mad. <laughs> is the way he looks at you. It's like I'm too mad to fall asleep. If I, if, if I wasn't, the, if I wasn't so tired, I'd come over and slap you. And you're the reason why it's like angry insomniac <laughs> in that's headphones. A, that's a great combination. It, it's just hard to tell a story and see that sour face. Oh, is that? It is, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> You've looked at this <laughs> see, face for I mean? 10 there, there, years. Goes, there goes the anger. It's not a, this is my face. It's not sour. It's just my face. Hey, speaking of telling stories, you mentioned earlier that you moved into the neighborhood. Uh, you live about three blocks from me now. I can actually walk to your yeah, house. Yeah, we timed it. Uh, it's a six-minute walk yeah, between our houses. six-minute walk. Um, and the other day, you called me and said, hey, I'm outside watering the grass if you want to come hang out with me. Because, you know, that's what we do, hang out while... We water the grass. That's what neighbors and, do, uh, right? I'm, I'm yeah. new to this. And I walked over. It was the very first time you'd ever walked and watered <laughs> the grass. And you turned your hose on, and it exploded on you, and you got drenched. It looked like you, it looked like you went to a water park. It was hilarious, <laughs> and I was glad I was there to uh, to be <laughs> witness to it. Yeah, what the fuck happened? You told me, uh, uh, like, I guess a washer came out of the hose or something? Yeah, they have little rubber like washer rings inside, and hey, you didn't have one. Speaking of which, I'm going to go by your house tonight because I need a rubber washer thing. Yeah, I actually, I actually have like 100 of them. Okay, cool. So. i, I got to water my lawn again tonight, I don't, so I'll, I'll go get one from you. I don't feel comfortable saying why I have so many, but I do. <laughs> I have a lot. It's almost like you guys are coming up with excuses to have secret sex. <laughs> we don't <laughs> need excuses. Almost, I need to get that, th- that hose from you. Wink. And if you, if you need like three thousand coffins, come over to my place. All right, cool, that. cool. I just need one. You can you can buy those little washers at Home Depot. I could have bought some when I went out and bought the portable AC units last well, night. Well, I, I know I know Jeff has like a hundred of them. That's actually why I have them because you can't buy one. You have to buy a pack of like fifty. Yeah. Luckily, that pack's only like forty five cents. But yeah. If anybody on the site needs uh, those little washers, let me know. I think we should have a contest on the site to see who can come up with the greatest conspiracy theory flowchart. I, think we uh, I have a, a friend who's site. doing that with me in email right now, so he would beat them all. Like he has I think, every. I think we should have that contest. To see. And he's nuts. And he's drawn lines between them. And he's the guy can... who told me about the coffins. <clears throat> he's like Mel Gibson how, in conspiracy theory. And how our podcast yeah. fits into that conspiracy theory. 
our podcast and the conspiracy theory? I guess uh, if you have an entry for that, email joel at roosterteeth.com. Yeah. Let us know what the best God one is, Joel. damn it. Ambush. God damn it. Hey, man, you bring it up. It's your, it's your job. Joel will pick the winner and mail you a prize. Back when we did Supreme Surrender, uh, you know, Jack was there, and it was like, hey, we should have a contest for robots. And everyone was like, hey, that's a great idea. Yeah, we should do that. And he was like, yeah, okay, we should do that. And then um, the next thing I knew, I was in charge of reading 400 emails every day and having to do all that. And for a guy who can barely read, that was a tall it order. It was a tall order. Thank God there were pictures. Yeah. I would like to make a weekly request of the internet since we asked them last week to no longer participate in online petitions since we know they're of no value whatsoever is it okay if on a, on a regular basis if i ask the internet to either do or not do something fuck it do okay. it this week i would like to ask that people i'm gonna go back to twitter here jeff so please do <laughs> i caught you mid yawn that was nice <laughs> um on twitter and this other place i'm sure it happens on facebook i'm just not on facebook Okay, you are on Facebook. You have an account. I do, but I just it's there's nothing on it. So because Twitter's so much more robust. What's that? No, no, no I just don't. I never <laughs> did anything because I want people to come to our site. You're, you're interrupting my segment. All right, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> the the thing I would like to ask people this week is when you make make a status update or you make a Twitter or something like that, it might be very tempting to write and we and we actually did it in this podcast at one point. Hopefully, Gus will edit it out where you say like I'm going to do something blank that I can't talk about or Working on a secret project, can't tell you about it. If you can't fucking tell us about it, don't fucking tell us about it. We're not interested, okay? We don't want to know about your dumb project. We don't know about the thing that you have an NDA that you can't discuss. It's not at all interesting. Yeah. Everyone it, has fucking secrets. Yeah, it's fucking douchey and dumb, and everybody does it in the exact same way. Nobody fucking cares. Okay, that's it. Hey, um, <laughs> Thank you. Bravo, sir. I got the slow clap. It's so dumb. I just hate. It. I just hate. It. I'm sorry. I'm done. That's it. Curmudgeon's over. And Bernie's a Bernie's in a mood this week. I'm gonna come sit. I got upset the, about. The, I, ha- I have been working on a secret project that involves coffins and FEMA, but that's all I can say. I'm uh, I'm gonna come back out in the front office for the rest of the day. <laughs> all right. Hey, I have I'm one scared. last thing. Oh, hey, sorry. are you getting a lot of entries for the music at the beginning? Yeah, you I'm getting gl- a lot of them. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I, we, I should say that again. If anybody has an entry they'd like to submit, just email. Um, an original composition, and maybe if you're getting if you're getting more than maybe you can handle, maybe we can put one at the beginning and a different one at the at the end. No, no, no. Got to tease people. I, Let them have once once a week. Anyway, email want... podcast at roosterteeth.com if you have an entry. We want to last as long as possible, right? Yeah, I also like that Joel's trying to create more work for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that's, we can have mid segment one for each segment, right? And somehow the audience as well. <laughs> if you guys can... have your flow charts by it... tomorrow, do. If you guys could submit a weekly podcast to us, that would be awesome, too. We'll just pick the best one If and you play could it. write the dialogue for we'll, us. We'll just read the dictionary, and you can piece our words together as you see fit. <laughs> yeah, we'll have contest where you make our contest. We're, we're threadless now. Do all, of, <laughs> do all of our work for us, and we'll tell, we'll tell you that you won a contest. <laughs> you win five bucks. All right. <laughs> yeah, you won five bucks. We won $40 billion. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Ta-ta.